Hi, this is Smarty MC with Smarter Than Trauma, and I'm ahead of it finally. Both suicide, because the last season four will be how I got to this part, being able to share it, which is step two, a reflection. When you're ahead of it and your body no longer triggers from the sensory, whether that be words, memories that come in full body, full on, audio, visual, tactile, smell, etc. And why I'm really grateful for getting hit in the head a couple times because I lost a sense of smell. Because if I had to smell something during trauma, the one thing that only one person knew, I don't think I would have survived. So I think everything was supposed to happen as it was meant to. And I'm going to be smiling a lot as I work on that asymmetrical smile because I do talk a little bit out of the left side of my face because I have nerve damage. And the one indicator of and the one physical reminder of everything that happened since I was not able to pick my head up off my chest for a long time and that's why the doctors told me make sure you don't do anything to make your muscles atrophy you're going to have to let your muscles do this on their own this video is to remind you that if I do add you as a friend to this site I appreciate whether or not you found me in the other 22 sites that I talk about advocacy in, but we do things publicly. Trying to make future figures. Calling the politicians. Mafia. Alright, share your comments publicly. Share your questions publicly, and I will be that advocate. A single word can remind you of something, and this song is all about tit for tat. That's that tit sound, so I'm finding a lot of stuff I created that is. Uh, that TT sound for tit and for teach and that's that memory All right one-on-one -on -one for you because I have to create boundaries at this point and those that I did Talk about advocacy with make your voices known because now the project is on live I'm gonna share everything I've learned and everything that I am still curious about Alright? I've been told repeatedly that because I got Ivy at a shelter, they got their pets at shelters too. So every time I walk by pause, seriously, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna have this memory again. So we're putting this away with the story of the leopard print me bag. Explain Don't something. forget. It was just a snapshot of the moment. And then hoping, cross fingers, with my faith intact, that one day I could explain it. So there's a couple things going on here. The first bit. Your muscles might never ever regate. That I took very seriously. A physical therapist who told me about centralization and how that works. I took that very seriously because every time my body shifted, I thought, ooh, it's centralizing. Hey, a little bit of hope. No, it wasn't. But maybe it is finally, only because the upper body is loosened and the isolated pain is in my left side, which I just realized was because I was stabbed. I am very grateful to the 14th out of 18th of my clients doing homeless advocacy. In this case, it was medical advocacy, daily medical. So obviously the safest place to be is going to be the library, obviously. And here we go with the first push pin and how to erase the trauma. Again and again and again. That's the stabbing. And I'll talk about that later. Thank you. Taking medical measurements for the doctors who requested it. They don't seem to remember that in January, this person had a follow-up appointment to see if the medicine was working. And instead of calling me, 
They didn't do anything. And this person who was told that he would have to need surgery was basically ignored. Well, the question to Northwestern Memorial Hospital is if you're asking patients to do their blood pressure and weigh themselves and eat healthy, you didn't hear them when they said they live in the park. The way that they treat them, while isn't impolite, it's completely out of touch. I had to model to them repeatedly that, hey, our client can't hear well. So why don't you double check that he understands what he's, yeah, la, la, what you're saying to him. And how do you do that? You can double check what you're saying to him, what you're saying to him by asking him, do you understand everything I'm saying? These are very small things, but they do add up. So Northwestern Memorial Hospital and Transitional Services, I'd like to invite you to the podcast to talk about the experience. Because as soon as I said, I'd like to give you feedback, which is interesting in so many of these companies as they give me surveys, the feedback is not wanted because they're done with you. And if that's stigma and suicide, then I'd like to return it back to you now. And the isolated pain is in my left side, which I just realized was because I was stabbed. Remember I wanted the park over here to be much nicer than it is now? Oh yeah. So in 2018, it is nicer, nicer, you're right. But in 2018, I called the Chicago Parks District because the sidewalks were so uneven and kind of like insulting. And because I was home more, I wasn't leaving at, you know, 6.30, 6.45 to get to work by 7.20, 7.35, depending if I got a coffee. Anyway, I remember the Chicago school day was the shortest in the country. It was only five, five hours or something. So I come, you could leave school at 1.45. It was so early. So I wouldn't see my neighbors much is the point. Now that I'm injured and not working, I actually notice that there's a lot of kids with disability. There's a couple of people in wheelchairs, elderly, of course. I'm just noticing more of the people. And before I would just say hello or really quickly, now I can actually sit and talk to them. I've been here since 2009. So I've been here since the since the beginning. I'm one of the first owners actually. The cool thing is, is not the person to call up people. I'm not the person to demand stuff or ask for things or even like make a big like peep. I don't even like to raise my hand. I had to force myself. So you would never have recognized the way I can make phone calls today. So I remember thinking, oh my God, I'm so nervous to do this, but let me just call Chicago Parks District thinking, oh my God, these guys are so important and they work for the city. I don't want to bother them. Now it's like, oh my God, you guys are all lazy. (laughs) All patting yourself on the back for a job not done. I called them. That's when I found out the park was is in my left side, which I just realized was because I was stabbed. I am very grateful to two years ago. So I explained the story of the kids in my neighborhood that had been abused and the violation of their rights. You know, um, when I say abuse, there was a molestation charge that the principal swept under the rug. And I have all the paperwork for that. All of it. All of the paperwork. And that's when I think the teacher union decided we don't want to take this case because I brought it up. They said to me, well, why were you there? Why did you continue working at that school if it was so dangerous? And I said, well, there was a molestation charge. So if I wasn't there, that child had is, is uh, okay, that, 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 was, that was my that's, thought because that is, I think, exactly what happened. And I think I'm right about that. Hold on. I'm trying to do two things at once. Flipping this pancake is actually very hard to do. Okay, now I'm good. Multitasking. So the next thing is, he says, wow, we're doing a park renovation, the field house and the playground. I said, wow, I'm from Detroit, and there's a park there called Dad Butler, where I think in 2007, they always are constantly adding to it. They made the first park, Michigan, where children with disabilities, disabled kids and adults can play with their peers. So they make the ramps wider, flatter. So wheelchair accessible. They make the ground flat, so wheelchair accessible. There's children that are blind or hard of hearing. That they're all incorporated, so there's sound things that are sound, but you're in the middle of the park. So they put, they think about the kids with disability to be in the center of the playground, right? Not just on the edges, not just like, over there is the playground for you over there. And the biggest thing was the bucket seat, because I have a student and a friend that is severely profoundly disabled. So that was the first indicator. I am very grateful. 
because I wasn't going to call anyone. So the first person to put the seat in was regarding a child with severe and profound needs. So he needs a bucket seat. That Those are those chairs. You see them in the park. It's yeah. blue. That way you're strapped in and you can be flimsy. You don't have to fall. You won't yeah, fall off. And all the kids love it too. So it, it, you don't have to be special needs to enjoy the swing. So that was the thing that made me, okay, just call it. So I remember being so grateful to that parent to letting me know that there was an issue. And I thought, I can, I can advocate. So I even dropped that name. I'm like, I don't know if you know this, but I know you from the bucket seat. You create that name? What name? Advocate. No, it's a real word. It's French. It's from lawyer. Avocat is lawyer, but also means spokesperson. So the cool thing is, is, you know, I'm moving around because I'm actually, this is how I work. So, um, yeah, because my body's actually feeling good. So you'll see me kind of pace and move and groove. Okay, so, because my thinking is getting clearer because I really want to tell you this, even though I don't want to say it because it's so horrendous. So, Basically, we had this conversation at the MCA, that card I gave you, the guest pass. I was on the phone with him because I did not expect him to want to talk to me. I did not expect him to talk to me. Nope, not that. That MCA guest pass. Nope, that's just a that's a holder for it. Oh, or oh. for anything. That's okay. I remember um, it had my name on it. That's okay. I remember it had my name So he on wanted it. to come to the exhibit and hang out. And I was like, well, I'm actually with people, so I don't think that's a good idea. But I'm really glad you talked to me. And I don't even know if he was genuine, but he kept saying, well, I'm downtown. I can come over to the museum right now. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> this wasn't an invite to hang out. But that really was funny to me because I will never forget that. And that's why whenever I go to the museum, I think of Larry Labia. Or whenever I see Takashi Murakami, I think of Larry Labia because that was the artist who was on, um, anyway. So then I can go back in time and remember the exact date. And literally, I'm sure I could match up the phone call if somebody said, did you really talk to him? Yeah, because everything is evidence now, right? Everything's digital copy. You can find stuff. So the cool thing is, is when he did this, oh, he opened up a can of bullshit because from that moment on, he's giving me everything you say to the person that wants it to be disability-able playground. So I kept following up with him, kept following up with him. He ends up sending me this thing called New Toy. I called the company, so I don't have it with me, but it's basically playground equipment. And he says, knock yourself out. Hey, does this mean we can choose the equipment? Because remember, I'm on the board of directors now in 2020, and they know the park is now about to get renovated. And it's been fenced up, as you know. Nobody's working on it. We don't know what happened. Now the people here are wondering what's going on, what's going on. And they don't like the homeless people in the park. They don't like people peeing on the fence, etc. I'm like, I agree. Well, I got outside, so it worked. I told you. Uh, I will use the bestest things. And I was in Kew Gardens. So if you don't want to understand it, fine. They showed you it. I discovered it. it. Told you about the insertion of the, yep, lightning fast. But the thing is, um, they BS'd me from the beginning. They had no intention of making the park disability friendly. In fact, if you notice, there's wood chips on the ground. That's yeah. not handicap friendly. If you look at other playgrounds, there's a surface that's very bouncy and flat. So again, the idea for wheelchair accessible. The reason why we talked about this is I said, now that this is in my mind, that literally has removed the trauma of that school. He was the first person I talked to about the trauma at the school because I wasn't supposed to say anything, right? But now I felt safe to share it. Now I share it all the time. But back then, I was not going to talk about this because it's private and it's horrible to be in something where you don't know if you can talk about it or not. And if you can't talk about it, it does feel like very hard to make sentences. That's why I say to people, when you can't say certain things, you can't sound right because you're editing yourself. And also, also I didn't know if I was allowed to say certain things because I was told not to say anything. So in addition to losing speech and then having to regain it, I lost the word then and make. I lost those words. And I thought... Then and make. I could not say them. So occasionally you'll hear me get caught in then, then, then. It's really weird, but you know why? 
because it rhymes like, with and make rhymes with fake and rape. That's why I lost the word. So I don't know how I lost these words. Like when I say I lost them, I was speaking, but then I get to the word, hey, I'll make you a pancake. I say, I'm el. I'm thinking, what happened? I literally lost. It just wouldn't, wasn't there. The interesting thing after that is they're BSing me from the beginning. I start contacting all the Chicago parks just to say, hey, what happened to the park and why isn't being finished? So this is the point. Seward Park pack the seward park advisory council someone from another local group around here nnup near north unity program advised me to go seek out doug wood at wicker park who has a much better park that's where the plant sale was you remember that park now that park is beautiful they have events they have the fountain flowers plants they do have homeless population but you know what it gets bothered and i did speak to the people at the field house there and they did say homeless can be but he of says a- it's not a huge deal they deal with it but yes it's can become a problem if someone's sick in there or hogs the stall or something. We started talking about what we could do for homeless initiatives. The whole point is, is my creative space is in Wicker Park. So I had already planted the seed to find a safer, a safe place. Not that I was actively finding a safe place, but the suggestion of going there for Doug Wood was enough to get me over there. So now that whole space is safe. So when I was thinking I could transfer everything and do my work there, like, you know, this is home, that's work. Like going home school, home school, back and forth. Doing this for the last three and a half months or so literally has changed my biology in this space. So now when I walk through here, and maybe it's also the fact that they painted the walls because it's different visually. I don't feel it anymore. You have to admit, I don't really have too many issues moving in and out of the building, even though I just stated how horrible it is to be here. Uh-huh. But do, you, do you feel horrible about it? I feel less and less horrible. But there was a period where I could not even imagine getting out by the gym because that's where the property management office is. So location is everything. So the point is, is I've established a safe space in Wicker Park, right? The woman who just donated is someone I met in Wicker Park. Oh, spreading, really? I, yes, I'm spreading the message so it comes full circle, but also, but also, yeah, she knows, she wrote it. <laughs> yeah, she knows and I've spoken to her face to face. She understands my, my trauma. She's really, she really allowed me to speak openly about it, which was awesome. But the coolest thing is, um, I don't think I had any verbal hiccups with her. But the coolest thing is when she reached out and now that I see her name up there, it was just like amazing because that's where I wrote, well, this all started because love thy neighbor and technically you're my neighbor. Technically she was my neighbor. You know what I mean? It just sort of like comes full circle to again, the universe says you are meant to do this. You're meant to keep going. Don't slow down. And that's the end of that. So yeah. Yeah. So what I want you to yeah. do with this, and, and, and unfortunately, when you are in suicidal loops and you don't know if you're supposed to be here, these are the things that I think the brain and body do connect on. Because people are going throughout life, was I ever wanted? I, I listen to people asking if they were wanted because their mom's being mean to them because their mom won't give them an iPad. I'm serious. This is the level of disturbing. No, that's how they yeah, this is the level. Me. This is your fundraiser. I'm going to write Just them up um, on, on the I just want you to tag it. On what? Like tag a corkboard. Okie doke. Or we'll tape it off. Oh, on the back is a bunch of weird shit. Oh, geez. You know what? I should probably cross that out. Oh, that's nothing. Just hack it to things. Okay. And then people can see you where you are and then they'll start donating more. Check that out. Not bad. You know what? Take two of these. Take three of these to school and tack them. Okay? Okay. Okay. And tack them up. Okay. We'll tack them up. Mm Mm-hmm. Just tack them up um, on on the cork on, boards. On what? Like a cork board. Or we'll tape it up. Do you prefer tape? or Tape is good, too, though. That would be in schools or outside Starbucks. They have one, like a community bulletin. Oh, okay. We're going to tack it up there. Like I said, I put things on Panera's, but they always take them now. <laughs> so that is the connection to Wicker Park. Get it? Yeah. So what I'm saying is maybe me. So the Bible says you have to tie the tent. 
Well, some companies do more than that. I'm always impressed if they do a little more. I'm always a little like you're only giving ten percent. I think we can give more. Which I just realized was because they claim to give more. I am very grateful. Yeah, that's a lot of money for a lot of people. But how do I donate? How do I do anything? I'm like, well, help the people that helped me. And then they're like, yeah, I don't want to do that. (laughs) How do I help you? I'm like, I don't need your help because if I get your help, then you're going to expect something from me. That's what you have taught me. That's what the world has taught me. So I'm going to remove myself from the equation. Okay, no, I'm going to no, remove I'm myself from the on. equation. Oh yeah, get your shoes. I'm, I'm looking for a pen so I can write this down. Oh, a writer with no pen. This is kind of sad. But anyway, the thing is, um, the story, the story matters. So uh, that's that's kind of the lesson here. Okay, so let me first write my number for. Well, like I said, uh, for, 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 